0: Welcome back, Rams fans, to Ram Showcase. Coming up tonight, Samuel Sloman no longer kicks footballs for the L.A. Rams. Plus, Johnny Hecker gets rewarded for being an absolute boss in Week 7. And later, two a time in Miami, and Aaron Donald hosts the welcome party. We preview Rams and Dolphins next on Ram Showcase. Welcome to Ram Showcase. On Sports War Radio, what's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I'm your host, Joe Branham. but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags, laying down the law for you guys tonight. We have some good stuff as usual. This is Ram Showcase, which means we have good stuff. We're talking kicker. We got a couple of, we had like three kicker moves to discuss. The Dodgers did what the Lakers did. Hopefully the Rams will follow suit. Johnny Hecker, Ashawn Robinson, we got some good stuff to get into. I got a little bit on Sean McVay as well, because I keep seeing articles talking about that he's a good coach. I have some stats that absolutely back that up, and I don't think that should really be a topic anymore. Not saying that he's not a good coach. I'm just saying that uh we get it. He's awesome. <laughs> and then, of course, we're talking dolphins and rams. We have some good stuff in that one as well. We'll get into that one later on. But first, let's go ahead and hop into some news. How about it, all right? So I used this joke last week. I am fully prepared to use this joke again, and there is nothing anybody can say about it. Hit him with the graphic. You know what it is. Samuel Sloman officially told to kick rocks instead of footballs for the L.A. Rams. (laughs) uh, Cobra Kai Forbath is now going to be kicking the footballs through the uprights in Miami. We'll see how long that lasts. I don't necessarily anticipate that that's just an in and out kind of thing, but it's very possible, especially considering the other kicker move that the Rams made this week, which was adding Austin McGinnis to the practice squad. And if you guys are with me as, uh, as, like, every single week, every Wednesday, or this is recorded on Wednesday, the video version is published on Thursdays. And by the way, that's going to be a normal thing, all right? We're bringing back the consistency. And I'm excited about it. I hope you guys are as well consistency is key, and uh, we're not going to be doing the Friday shows and all that stuff if it happens to happen, because things happen, you know. You know how it be. And uh, I'll let you guys know, though, via the Facebook page or the Twitter page. But either way, Austin McGinnis, we talked about this last week, that uh, I was kind of concerned. It was it was one of those situations where we had a three-way kicking battle, and Sloman is the best we got out of that. First of all, who the heck are these other guys that can't win this battle against Sloman? So... I don't know, uh, but maybe, maybe that's wrong. Maybe, maybe I was getting a little too harsh on Austin McGinnis and Liram Haralahu because Austin McGinnis is back to the practice squad. So we'll see. Uh, I'm kind of feeling like the Kai Forbath, Cobra Kai Forbath is what I'm calling him. I don't care. You can't stop me. What are you going to do about it? Uh, so Cobra Kai Forbath is, he's going to be kicking this weekend in Miami. I'm assuming McGinnis is going to need to go through some kind of COVID protocol. You know, I'm sure that's going to need to happen. So, uh McGinnis, though, uh, we'll see what happens with him. I I thought Harilahu was going to win the kicking battle. I thought Sloman was behind him, and then I had McGinnis last. Simply based on reports. I was not there at camp. I was not watching them kick footballs. None of us were, because everything was closed off. We didn't get preseason to watch these guys, so we had to just go off of that. So, that's what happened, though. Uh Mac will go... Uh, He'll go through the the COVID protocol, likely. I'm assuming that's what's happening right now. And I'm guessing that he will suit up for the LA Rams this year to kick some footballs. Unseating Samuel Sloman, who's now kicking rocks, not footballs, and Cobra Kai Forbath in the meantime. This is uh, Forbath's 10th NFL team, if you guys were curious. Let's move on to some other news here. I just want to shoot out... This is not anything too crazy. I actually... I was kind of... Uh, I was going to blow over this. But I, I feel like I'm just going to... I wanted to say something. Because I know a lot of you guys that watch me are not only Rams fans. And actually, not all of you are Rams fans. I have some people that watch me that are not Rams fans. And hey, I thank you guys. Thank you for being here. This is the Sheriff Station. Take a look around. Get comfortable. Take your shoes off. Uh, but uh, uh, I just wanted to throw it out there. Because not everybody's... Uh, not... Everybody here, most of you guys are Rams fans, or at least respect the Rams in some regard. If you guys are watching me, you don't even respect the Rams. Why are you here? Why are you here? So, either way, Dodgers fans, Lakers fans, I know you guys are watching me as well. I just had to shoot out a congrats. I'm not a Dodgers fan or a Lakers fan, but I just wanted to shoot out my congratulations. I know how awesome it is to win it. I know it. All right? It's been quite a while since one of my teams have won it. I'm a, I'm technically a Nuggets fan. I don't really watch basketball. I'm a Rockies fan. They never win. They're never gonna win because MLB is broken, and there's no way that the, the Rockies are gonna pay for anybody uh, enough talent to win anything ever. But hey, I like I like being a th- uh, I like being a fan. It's fun to go to games and all that stuff. But Dodgers fans, congrats guys! I, that is super cool. It's been quite a while since the Dodgers won uh won the ship, and uh, I just want to say congrats and the Lakers as well to pile that on. Uh, now, uh, eyes are turning to the, to the LA Rams and uh, let's see if we can follow suit. We can't necessarily, uh, and I know most of you guys are anti-Chargers fans, but they're in LA now. They're part of the, 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 the sports landscape in Los Angeles. Uh, they're not going to go, they're not going to do it. So it's on us now. It's on the Rams to, uh, to make a push for the ship, uh, to bring, to bring the trifecta to LA, which would be super cool in Tampa Bay. Uh, You got to respect them as well. Uh, You know, winning the Stanley Cup this year, of course, the Kings, not even close. I'm not trying to talk trash. They just, they weren't even invited to the bubble. Uh, I'm an Avs fan myself. They did go to the bubble. Um, Unfortunately, those Dallas Stars took it to us, but uh, good game though. Good game week seven. I just wanted to shout out congrats. Let's keep moving on to the LA Rams though. Rams will be adding safety trail Burgess to IR if they have not already. That news may have come across. I just may not have seen it by the time I wrote this to the time of filming this. Uh, Sean Robinson is going to be taking that Samuel Sloman uh, roster position there, but safety Jordan Fuller is expected to return to the lineup after the bye week, which is after this game against the Miami Dolphins. So we'll kind of see how that all... Uh, it, the timing does work out, is what I was trying to say there. Uh, the timing works out amazing to have Fuller come back, Robinson come back. We unfortunately lose Burgess. He was playing really well, and then uh, we fortunately... <laughs> Lou Sloman. And I'm not trying to talk trash about the kid. I'm sure he's a great guy, but uh he wasn't putting the ball in the uprights and that was literally half of his job. So you got to do that, man. You got to put it through the uprights. And uh Sam Sloman, I'm not necessarily sad to see him not a ram, uh but I do hope he does. I I hope he finds success. I have no uh ill I have no personal feelings against Samuel Sloman. I just have negative football feelings (laughs) about samuel sloman uh so yeah we'll see what happens with this uh but the timing does work out uh we lose a safety we get one one back uh the two rookie safeties that have been playing really well and it happens to be uh this one week that we're going to be down a safety it happens to be a week where we're playing against a rookie quarterback getting his first career start so it could be so much worse and the team we're playing is 500 uh so I'll, i'll take that all day let's keep moving on rams punter johnny hecker what the Hecker is going on here? He wins Special Teams Player of the Week for the NFC. Hecker absolutely changed the game. Uh, th- this one, it was incredible to watch Hecker just masterfully punt that football inside the 20 all Cinco times that he booted that thing. It was amazing to see. Uh, we know that Hecker is an absolutely incredible punter. He holds a Super Bowl record, longest punt in Super Bowl history. Hopefully we get back there and he can try to defeat his own record. But all five of his punts All five of them were inside the 20. There was a couple really nice ones, too. That hit and that bounce at like the two and going almost straight up. That's a thing of beauty. Pat McAfee would be absolutely proud. All right, Pat McAfee, he should be envious, honestly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I doubt you're listening to me, Pat. But uh, if you are, man, Hecker is, uh, is the dopest of all time. No negative feedback towards you. Just very positive feedback towards the heck Uh, so the field position game obviously extremely important and the bears offense the way that the bears offense is set up not designed to go the full field not designed to go 80 plus at least so johnny hecker putting that bad boy inside the 20 every single time that was huge absolutely huge to the defense that only gave up three points and if you take away that defensive touchdown by the bears which was a weird play kind of a sloppy play shouldn't really have happened uh, but either way, defense only gives up three points, no touchdowns given up in this one. Also, uh, in other news, Sean Robinson, per Sean McVay, is anticipated to be activated to the active roster this week against the Miami Dolphins. I don't know if he's going to be in the game necessarily. He uh, will probably get kind of weaned in a little bit. He won't. He, I'm guessing he's not going to be like all in and just, you know, you're in now. I, I feel like we're going to get his feet wet a little bit, get the bye week, hit hard against Seattle the following week. Um, but I keep, uh, uh, I, I've been watching this a. Sean Robinson thing. It's, he's going to make his Rams debut. We're going to see him in, in a Rams uniform for the first time. And I know that I said, I thought Greg Gaines was going to be the one that gets, uh, gets booted out to make room for Robinson. Unfortunately, we had the injury to Burgess. So that's kind of what shifted that. Um, I'm still not all on the Gaines train. He has been playing a lot better though. A lot better. So I'll give him that. Moving on. We got Sean McVay. Uh, obviously, as the Rams head coach, if you guys did not know that, first of all, that's very, that's, uh, that's very uh, abundant information. So <laughs> I don't feel bad for maybe spoiling that for you. Uh, but either way, Sean McVay, I keep seeing articles on Sean McVay. The article I saw today that kind of like, I guess, I don't want to say it frustrated me, but I guess it did a little bit. Uh, I'm scrolling and I see this article. and was like, Hey, Sean McVay is good in the first half of seasons. And it's like, obviously. Like, that was really my first thought was like, well, duh, he's a good coach. He's a good coach. Why are we why are we still calling out all of this stuff? And and I love it. I like that the Rams have a good coach. I just don't think we need to pretend like we're shocked that he's doing a good job still. All right. He's in year four. He started with us in 2017, 17, 18, 19. This is 20. All right. We're in year four. All right. So obviously he's doing a good job. Most coaches don't make it this far, to be completely honest, but I just wanted to say this before we get into the game preview, it'll be after this, after I get a drink, because I need some water in my face, uh, but McVay is clearly one of the best, if not the best Rams coach that we've ever had. It's very possible, and I'm not just trying to call out and just say like, hey, you know, all those past guys, they're, they're bags of bummers, they don't mean anything, Sean McVay is the, is the truth. That would be, I would feel like that would be a little bit of recency bias, and I'm not about that life. But I do want to point out just some bit of information. So he might be the Rams' best coach ever. He is currently second all time as a Rams head coach in win percentage, only behind George Allen. And it's kind of close. He's 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 creeping. All right, he's 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 in there. All right. This is only his fourth year as the Rams head coach, like I had mentioned. So very tight windows. We're I mean, it's we're almost at the three and a half year mark. Uh, But he has just three, he's three wins short of the number of losses that Jeff Fisher had in five years. Uh, So complete 180. It's not even a 180. That's a, that's like a 190, maybe (laughs) a little bit more than a 180, but he's not going, you know what I mean? You guys are picking up what I'm putting down. I I trust that you guys understand that. Uh, And then also he is currently fifth all time in wins as a Rams head coach. He's doing a good job. We know this. Can we stop pretending like that's a big surprise that Sean McVay is a good coach? I don't understand why we're picking out these statistics. We know he's one of the better coaches that this team has ever seen. So that's that's my only point on that, I guess. I, I I wrote all this stuff down, and I guess it I'm trying to make it make sense. And I hope it does. It makes perfect sense to me, but I don't know if I got that across to you guys. And that's technically my job, so... I, I, I hope that that makes sense to you guys. We need to stop—we need to stop being surprised when we learn things about Sean McVay that tell us he's doing a good job. We should already know that. All right, we're gonna get into this preview right now. All right, we're back. I just needed to get some water, uh, but we're good to go now. We are straight up good to go. Straight up having a good time. All right. This weekend on Sunday, we've got the L.A. Rams sitting at 5-2 at the Miami Dolphins, who are at 3-3. Three three. Kenny Albert and Jonathan Vilma will be on the call. If you guys would like to see if this game will be shown in your area, just take a look at your screen. All right? Pick your eyeballs up from your cell phone. Unless you're on your cell phone, then you're doing a good job already. Uh, here it is. It is the distribution map of the Rams. And... Dolphins game will be shown in the blue areas, a little bit smaller of an area. I get Cleveland out here in Colorado, so that'll be a a cool time. It's not like I'm going to be watching it, I'm going to be watching the Rams game, but either way, Rams are favored in this game by four points. It opened at three and a half, it's been fluctuating quite a bit, so you know some bets are coming in all over the place on this one. Uh, I'm guessing that Tua has a lot to do with that. Over under, last I saw was at 49 that might be high. Uh, we'll kind of, I, I mean, make, make your own decisions. I'm not going to make decisions for you. If you want to go over, go over. But I would not. Uh, Rams are 2-2 two and two on the road this season. Dolphins so far just 1-2 and two at home. Some notes on this game. Tua is getting his first career NFL start against the LA Rams. The last time these two teams played, which was in 2016, that was Jared Goff's first career NFL start. So I just think that's kind of cool. I think it just kind of ties these franchises together just a touch. And uh, it's just kind of a cool thing. So we'll see if, uh, if first of all, if Tua just comes out playing like crap this year, <laughs> like Jared Goff did. He did not have a good rookie season. But if you take that rookie season away, he's at, he's been one of the better quarterbacks for the last four years. Uh, Jared Goff has, at least. Uh, so we'll see what what uh, is in store for Tua. Tua is obviously extremely talented, and having no tape on him makes this game tough to game plan for. So we'll see what Staley does. It's on you, Staley. The Dolphins are coming off of a bye week, so they are also well rested before the bye week. Tua did see the field uh near the end of the game, but it was a twenty-four to nothing shutout over the New York Jets, who are barely a football team. He went two of two for nine yards. Both were pretty quick passes, nothing too crazy. Uh this probably doesn't show us anything, to be completely honest. It was against the Jets who had basically quit the game. Uh I think they've quit the season. Rough stuff going on for the Jets. At least we're not Jets fans, okay? At least we're not that. Uh, The Rams have the 6th best defense in total yards and 5th against the pass, so Tua absolutely has his work cut out for him. We have some people stomping around outside, so I apologize if that's coming in uh, and shaking my camera. Uh, It's what what you get with apartment living. You can't do nothing about it. Let's uh, take a look at the preview of this one. We'll start with the Rams offense. Hit him with the graphic. The Rams offense is less explosive than past years, but feels a lot safer and more willing to take what the defense gives them. Also, we don't see the abandonment of the run game so fast. The Dolphins defense, they give up a lot of yards, but as you can see on your screen right now with your eyeballs, uh, they are limiting scoring, which is, I mean, they're doing a a very good bend-but-don't-break kind of style right now, and uh, they are also uh, the league's best on third down percentage first. And third down percentage on defense, they're doing great on defense. Um, uh, in, in that regard, on on third down and again in points, they're doing they're doing awesome. The problem that I'm having with these numbers uh, against the Rams specifically is we are explosive. We do have the number one rated Pro Football focused running back in Daryl Henderson right now. We do have Cooper Cup who can absolutely blow it off at any time and just score a touchdown. Robert Woods can do the same thing. Jared Goff he can hit a lot of people. He's got weapons. Uh, We've seen uh, Josh Reynolds do a good job. Van Jefferson has kind of been involved here and there. Uh, I wish he would play more, but hey, I I don't make the calls. Tyler Higby can can make some plays. Gerald Everett, once he makes the catch, he's a very difficult human being to tackle. So I I think that uh, the the way that the Dolphins' style is, where they've been giving up yards but not necessarily touchdowns, I don't think that necessarily helps them against the Rams' weapons, uh, considering... There's so many on the offensive side of the ball that uh, Goff can spread it out to in an awesome running game. And then, like I said, players who can just break it off at any time, which is really cool. Let's go to the other side. Miami's offense has been steady, uh, and I see a lot of people surprised at the move off of Fitz. We'll get to that here in a second, um, but I see a lot of people surprised at that. Uh, offense, though, they're, they're steady. Not necessarily needing the move to move off of Fitz, but hey, it's two-a-time, okay? I-, I don't know what else you want. Uh, the Rams' defense has a tough task, though, prepping for a quarterback who only has two throws on tape, unless you all go all the way back to college. Uh, but the team has been stout on defense, despite playing some less-than-stellar talent at some times this season, giving up just 17.7 points per game. Uh, that's absolutely amazing. And our top 10 in every major defensive category. I believe it's third in sacks, if I saw that correctly. Uh, so doing awesome there as well. Uh, the the Rams defense is playing very very strong, and I know that last week was the Bears and Nick Foles, and I, they're not a good offense. I I know that we we posted the stats last week, we posted the rankings last week. Uh, so I I realize that. Uh, the 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 thing is with with Miami's offense, it's gonna be different now. Uh, we know what Fitzpatrick is. I mean, we know for sure. I mean, uh, who remembers the 2005 game against the Houston Texans where Jamie Martin, uh, Mark Bulger was already hurt. Jamie Martin comes in. We're down like 28 to three or something like that. And he gets hurt. And then uh, I think it was a back spasm, actually. I don't know why I remember this so specifically. And then uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick comes in, goes to overtime, hits Kevin Curtis on a little screen pass. He takes off for like a 54 yard touchdown Rams win. It was amazing. I remember that game very, very vividly. I have no idea why that one game sticks out to me so much. I remember being like super frustrated in the first half, like, come on, come on, Rams, get it together. And then uh, Fitzpatrick comes in and was like, hold on a second, do we got our guy? And then the following week, I went to the Broncos and Ravens game up in Denver uh, while the Rams game was on, unfortunately. Um, so I went. I, I mean, I went to to the Ravens and Broncos game in in Denver the following week, and he threw five picks, and it was like, dang it, I thought we had our guy. Guess not. But either way, Fitzpatrick, okay, because there's some people saying they're like shocked. Even Rams fans are like, what? Why would they do, Why would they bench Ryan Fitzpatrick? Because you have Tua. You don't draft Tua to have him sit on the bench all year. That doesn't make any sense, especially when you're a bad team who's playing average this year who could use a spark in a division you are absolutely capable of winning why not move on from fitzpatrick i don't understand the decision not to if they were not to do it that would surprise me okay the fact that they did this and it's blowing people's minds that's super weird to me i don't understand what the mindset is of being surprised that fitzpatrick who's like a billion years old now why he gets benched on a bye week in a rookie season for a quarterback who everybody is kind of under the understanding of he could be absolutely special. That if he didn't get hurt last year, he might be in Cincinnati with the number one overall pick this year. I don't understand why that's a surprise. I don't necessarily think Tua's going to light it up this season. I don't know if that's necessarily an expectation that people should have. And I know that the second that he doesn't play well, people are going to come back on me and be like, see, this is why they should have kept Fitzpatrick. No, you got to play your young guy. I like we we saw it with Jared Goff. Like, yeah, he got absolutely destroyed his rookie season. Went 0-7. But now look at him. He's playing great. He's like third best in the league. If you look at the last four seasons from 2017, when McVay came in till now, he's like third, fourth in the league in every stat. So relax on that. All right. Fitzpatrick, we know who Fitzpatrick is. He's not going to change and be some magical quarterback all of the sudden in Miami this year. He's playing decent, but it's not like he's absolutely ripping it up, all right? I just had to get that out there, because I don't understand why people are so shocked at this. All right, let's keep moving on. Let's go to the history of this matchup. This one's a little bit surprising here, all right? So, the Dolphins lead the all-time series in this uh, in this matchup, 11-2. and The Rams have beat the Dolphins two times. Ever. Ever! Alright, let's see when the first game was. I didn't even write it down. So, uh, that was a Halloween of 1971 and the Rams have only beat the Dolphins twice. The Dolphins have won the last four uh, but if you combine all those, or if you combine the, the, the point differential in the last three games, only 14-point difference. So we've been playing close games with them. And of course, they're AFC, we're NFC, so we didn't play very often. It's not like we see this team regularly. Of course, it's only every four years right now. now the Rams' most recent win over the Dolphins came on September 30th of 2001. It was a 42-10 to 10 win uh, for the Rams in St. Louis. And if you guys were wondering if that was forever ago or not, Kurt Warner threw for 328 yards and four touchdowns, no picks that day. Uh, the Rams' only other win in the series came on October 3rd, 1976. That was a 28-31 to win, and that was the only other, or the only, I guess, only Los Angeles Rams win over the Miami Dolphins. So maybe we can knock our second one in uh, this weekend on Sunday. The point differential total in this game, uh, Miami's outscored the Rams head-to-head 319 to 228. That's a 91-point differential. If you're doing math at home, which you don't necessarily have to, I'll do it for you. That's, uh, on average, the Dolphins score 10 more points than we do. Nothing too crazy. All right. Nothing too crazy. As far as wins go. There's a lot of... I I did weird math. You guys don't have to understand it if you guys don't want to. Let's take a look at some injuries in this one. Uh, McVeigh did say that he is hopeful that uh, Tyler Higbee will be ready to play against the Miami Dolphins this week. Non-participants for the LA Rams on Wednesday would be Andrew Whitworth and Aaron Donald. These are projected, by the way, because the Rams did a walkthrough. Uh, Witt and Donald, not injury-related. It's that Veterans Day off for the ultimate badasses out in L.A. And then uh, we got wide receiver Tristan Jackson, as well as tight end Gerald Everett with an unspecified illness, which I realize in the world that we're in today uh, sounds terrifying. Uh, I'm here to tell you guys, though, that uh, if it was COVID, I feel like we would know about that. It's very hard to hide that right now. Um, I just found out from, like, a friend of a friend, a different friend has COVID. And it was like, first of all, what am I supposed to do with that information? (laughs) They live in a different state. Like, what am I, like, "Ah, I better go get tested. I talked to him on the phone. I don't know. I'm not going to get political, I promise. Uh, Also, a limited participant on Wednesday would be tight end, Tyler Hayby, with that hand injury. Uh, But, like I said, McVeigh is pretty hopeful that he'll be able to come back in this one, so we should be good to go. Uh, On the Dolphins' side, I didn't go into full participants because the list is long. And I don't want to. Uh, it doesn't matter if they're full participants on Wednesday because that means I'm probably going to play. So I didn't throw them in here. Some uh, non-part. The one non-participant for the Dolphins cornerback Jamal Perry. Limited participants in Wednesday's practice for the Miami Dolphins defensive tackle Raquan Davis, safety Bobby McCain, wide receiver Devonte Parker, tight end Adam Shaheen, and linebacker Kyle Van Noy. That's going to do it for your uh, Miami Dolphins uh, preview here. Uh, I'm pulling out my phone. I'm not trying to, like, text and blow you guys off, I promise. I'm <laughs> trying to find my quesos. So I do have one because I'm not I'm not begging for these <laughs> anymore. <laughs> if you guys want to ask me questions, I will absolutely answer them on the show. I love answering my fan quesos fan on the show, uh, but I'm not digging for them. I didn't ask this week necessarily. Uh but this year it's kind of been a little hit and miss of uh people just being like, Yeah, what do what do you think? Like what was a what do, what do you think about this guy? Like what am I supposed to do? <laughs> anyway, uh let's go to the fan queso. Uh this one comes from the football fan via YouTube. Thanks for listening and watching. Really appreciate you. Um and feel free to drop more quesos. Please. Uh feel free. I like I said, I I do enjoy this segment. I just no longer post asking for them, so please Drop them wherever you listen to me. Um, I, if you're on like iTunes, I don't know how I would check comments there or anything. I don't check the podcast version of this, like the stats or any or comments or anything. So video version or on Facebook, leave me some quesos and we will get you answered. Uh, but this uh, this week's fan queso. Uh, from the football fan. Do you think the Rams will get into the playoffs? And will they beat the Forty ers next time out? So to answer your first question, do I think the Rams will make the playoffs? I do. I we get seven NFC teams into the playoffs. I think the Rams make it. I think the entire NFC West is, is potentially in the postseason this year. All right. We got some pretty good football teams playing out west. And uh, you know, they're all in our division, it seems like, and losing to the forty ers always sucks. It always sucks. But uh, yeah, they're a good team. I, I mean, we're. I think we're better. I do. I still think we're better. Simple, but uh, you know, it's, it, it. They're all good teams in the West. Even Arizona, they're a pretty decent team right now. Seattle's defense is pretty trash right now, but I mean, as long as they got Russell Wilson, they got a shot at just about any game they play in. So we get them next after this one. Uh, of course, the bye. Um, but uh, let's see. And will they beat the Forty ers next time out? You know it's very possible. It's uh I I think so. I think that uh the way that the history between McVay and Shanahan has gone, I do believe that uh that McVay will make some adjustments into that next game and uh, get it done. Uh, we'll see, of course. I mean, your guess is as good as mine. Um and I guess I guess my confidence is a little bit shot against the 49ers right now because I went I went into that game and was like we are so much better than them and then we kind of got pushed around. So Maybe I'm just, like, because I feel like we're a better team than them, but maybe not head-to-head, if that makes sense. I'm not sure if it does. I feel like we're better, but when we play each other, they just match up really well against us, which is a thing that happened to us uh, against the Seahawks years ago when, you know, they were going to the Super Bowl and stuff like that. We were super average, uh, but, you know, we got, you know, Robert Quinn and Chris Long and those guys coming after Russell Wilson, and we just seemed to have their number, and that was awesome, you know, is even though they were blatantly better than us. If you got, you don't have to admit if you don't want to, I'm here to do that in your place. Um, but even though they were better than us at, in those years, we always gave them a game and beat them sometimes. So, I mean, yeah, they were a better team than us, but head to head, we had that, 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 that passion, that fire, that matchup, uh, that was perfect. So that's going to do it though. Appreciate the, uh, fan case of the football fan. Make sure you drop more and, uh, Stay tuned in to uh, Ram Showcase. I appreciate you watching every single week. Uh, it's uh, it's always good to make some some uh, sweet new fans. And uh, my YouTube, uh, that's where I've been kind of paying a little bit more attention. So uh, yeah, we're getting there. So I appreciate you guys on uh, on the, the YouTube, as my dad would say. <laughs> that's gonna do it for me though. Uh, I'm gonna hop on out of here, get this uh, video edited and stuff. I Got to do some uh, some slapping together. Oh, take some uh, some footage, take some audio. Put some graphics, slap it all together, throw it out to you guys so you guys can enjoy it with your eyeballs and your earballs. And then, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for me, though. Make sure you guys follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That would be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow me as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. You are 100% allowed to add me on Facebook as my personal friend. That is totally okay. I don't really post that much anymore. I used to kind of do it a lot. Um, I hate social media, but you know what? I got to do it. It's 2020. And if you're not on social media, you basically don't exist. So I get that, you know. Uh, but I do post some RAM stuff. I'll post some, some, some good stuff. Ram bits of information and all that stuff but if you guys just want strict rams news make sure you guys head over to the rams face facebook page that's normally where i post it first all right uh just because of these. actually it's usually i'm at work i'm like on the phone or something shoulder techniquing as i'm like riding with the rams really slow and you know stuff like that it happens uh, but that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Baggs. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll you guys come straight great